Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. That's me, Mark. No. No? No. No, not doing it. Eat my See, Mark. Uh, Wrestle me, Since last week, Mark has been enjoying his Chinese uh, grip, uh, kind of aloe vera, um, chewy mm. uh, hell drink. It is funny, isn't it? How you the... can la- you made us last for seven days? It's incredible, <laughs> isn't it? It's funny how the Chinese and the Japanese they are like. You know what makes drinks better is mm. chop up a bit of the fruit that mm. you know it, it, the drink is, mm. and then pop it in, mm. and it does make it better. And it, it do you know I what like, I think I of? Like, mm. It's that Seinfeld line about, you know, uh, that why do the Chinese, you know, continue to use chopsticks right. when they've seen the fork? Mm. They're just being, you know, essentially, you know, I think that about like Chinese and Japanese drinks. We we know about the Chinese and Japanese drinks. Yeah, the and, fruit. We don't, and we don't use them. Big Schweppes and all that. Big Schweppes. Yeah, they're not. We're so basic with uh, our needs. Completely. And, we're just sort of like, oh, oh flavoured water. Do you, do you want it fizzy or not? Not fizzy. I want fruit bits in it. I want I want rice water yeah. that has got cinnamon in it, <laughs> and I want it. I want it like like a weird hot charter kind of like monstrosity, and I want Korean writing all over it, <laughs> and, I, and I want it to burn my mouth a bit. I want to not know whether it's going to be savoury or sweet. Yes, I, I want. I want every like what looks like a, uh, an afters dessert <laughs> to always have fucking bean paste in it. Yeah. Always just just the opportunity to hide the bean paste. Or mountain. not being sure whether something is a weird fruit or a fairly familiar reptile <laughs> when you get those tins full of things that you just are like are these eggs, eggs or fruits. sort of weird fruity <laughs> oh man it's delicious. so exciting delicious uh, welcome back to wrestlemania mm. 33 it is the longest wrestlemania in history yes um, it feels like the longest wrestlemania <laughs> in history and we somehow are only on match fucking three <laughs> the fatal four-way elimination match between charlotte bailey sasha banks and nia jacks mm. yes. How did you find this one, young Peter? I enjoyed it very much. I enjoyed, uh, I, I love and have always loved the Bailey Buddies, the inflatable men. Yes. They are here pitch side, so to speak. They're, I just think it just improves it. I want to see people tagging them out. Yep. I want to see them <laughs> being fed through the middle rope yep, so I they can get involved in the action. One of the great <laughs> terms when they decided that Bailey um, in 2019, 2020 would become a bad guy was mm. when she began hacking those. So oh, that they, no, so that she they does not. flopped and flew with these great big rips in their guts. <laughs> uh, it was a lovely, lovely little bit of turn. Love it. <coughs> great. Love it. Stuck. 
Grapes out. But uh, she, uh, not, of course, under COVID, she won't have hugged anyone this year. No, I mean, Tragedy. this is a, f- a funny thing, actually, you see at this WrestleMania. She was so over in NXT mm. with this gimmick of B- Bailey is a hugger, hug mm. life, and all yeah. this. And uh, it changed very much when you go to WWE because in NXT, they worked in a small university venue with a fairly regular crowd. Yeah. Everyone was. In on Fun. The game, there was, you know, yeah. there was trainees, and it was all just a sort of nice social scene. Yeah. And of course, when you get to the big one, the big sort of you know stadium show, if you try to hug Bailey, you will be shot <laughs> because you are assaulting a female a- athlete. And mm. I think the gimmick could never quite get over like it had in that small room because in that small room there was a sense of genuine friendship and camaraderie. Yeah. And when you take it out to the big world, what it is is men grabbing a woman. Mm. Um, and, and that had to stop. Mm. Um, Nia Jax comes out. She was also um, uh, started off in NXT. Um, a cousin of The Rock. Yes. I believe. Um, she is uh, not popular at the minute. Um, she's proved over the years to be quite a sort of reckless uh, wrestler. At this time, right. she just seemed like a, a, a very fresh and bold choice in that she wasn't someone who could feasibly, you know, be on the cover of Vogue. Yeah. Um, she is a, a very, very beautiful woman. There is a always a slight sense of anxiousness uh, behind her eyes. When this match starts, you see something really odd about Nia Jax, which is she's very good at the wrestling. Mm. But the second the move stops, she doesn't know what to do. Yeah. So whenever she's not doing a slam mm. or she's not doing an arm lock, mm. she just stands there a bit rigidly. Mm. And there's a couple of times where Charlotte Flair would sort of give her a chop. She'd go chop and Nia Jax would go, ah! She'd go chop. She'd go, ah! And then they'd just look at each other. And Charlotte <laughs> Flair would be like, okay, I'll do something else. There's no sort of sense of flow for flow, her. Right, it, okay. it's, it's, a, it's a strange one. Sasha Banks comes out and she comes out on the back of uh, what looks like a sort of car from the wacky races. <laughs> and she's hanging on the the back mm. as well, which, again, uh, slightly without her driving it mm. or being in a central thing, holding on to the back of the car makes it look like you're not supposed to be there or haven't been allowed in. <laughs> there was a slight sort of... Like that guy is like, I know we're seeing each other, but we're going to drive through. And there's some friends of mine. You can't be next to me in the car. You have to hold on to the bumper. Uh, and there she is. And then you get Charlotte. And Charlotte is so good at that big arena entrance. Mm. She she just, she completely looks like everything a wrestler should be. Mm. You know, she she comes out totally sort of arrogant, sort of drinking it all in. Mm. Like this is, you know, her birthright. Absolutely, you know, is her birthright. She just has sort of complete control in that situation. Mm. And she, the others do suddenly look like entertainers. Mm. And she comes out and looks like a sportsman. I think it's a really sort of interesting um, delineation that she puts into that. Um, This is also the same arena where Ric Flair had retired at WrestleMania 24. So a a key place for the Flairs. Um, It's it's not a bad match, this one. Um, It's quite fast. I think it suffers slightly from being an elimination match. So they do quickly get Nia Jax out of the mm. way. Um, it they, all piles on, don't they? They do, the, yeah. The thing about Nia Jax is she does all the, the, the big wrestler moves. Like, like, she, yeah. like the, 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 the rotund wrestlers. That, that yeah. they do. She does that move set is the same and everyone piling on because she's bigger. Yep. And it's like, oh, okay, good. She, she, she's, she's, <laughs> she's essentially your big show in, mm. the, in the women's division. And mm. she does wrestle like that, which is sort mm. of, again, I, I think, you know, what you're seeing there, of course, is you're seeing the Vince McMahon idea. Mm. of how big people wrestle yeah. Uh, in the same way that Kevin Owens failed to wrestle like a bad guy Mm. I think Nia Jax does successfully wrestle as Vince McMahon's idea of a big guy Yeah. Um, and the other three are just just great once they've got her out of the way and there is a a bit where they do a a back suplex where um, uh, Bailey and and Sasha Banks get on either side of Nia Jax and Mm. Charlotte gives her a big boot and they go over Mm. 
And sometimes when you've got all those moving parts, you know, these things don't quite go as well as they should. <laughs> and what happens there, they give her a back suplex. She lands on the top of her head like she's in all Japan in 2000. It's a <laughs> devastating suplex, absolutely. <laughs> the, the, I, I think probably the most savage move in the entire WrestleMania. <laughs> really sort of like, oh, Christ. Um, <laughs> once they get rid of her, she's eliminated. Mm. You sort of get the feeling, okay, now the match proper can begin. Right, We've got yeah. rid of that's the, the that's of, the thing. Yeah. That, that's the thing I, I found a little bit distasteful. It's like it, this isn't wrestling. Now this isn't the new kind of wrestling. Yeah. Now look at yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, what you get is you got three women as well who then come together who have been wrestling with and against each other pretty mm. much since their careers started. Um, they're now used to having had like high profile matches in NXT they've all been in WWE for some time so they've now got used to that style so what they are all trying to do and this is sort of a fascinating thing that still remains you know four years down the line you have the key members of the women's wrestling roster who are all trying to show that they are the best one out of the lot and as such all the matches they have against each other are really good yeah. there's this constant jostle between Sasha Banks Bailey, Charlotte and Becky Lynch. Obviously not on this WrestleMania for Becky Lynch, but it's a constant jostle between them to go, I am the best one in this division. Yeah. And all of them have been at that number one spot. And, you know, you just never know which is the next one who's going to take it. <laughs> and I find that that's a really, really exciting... It's a golden era, I think, not just really for, for women's wrestling there, but for WWE, where you have four main eventers who are continually flipping who is having the better, mm. not even year, but but month, yeah. you know, and I think you can really see it in this match. Um, <coughs> Bailey gets the pin with a Macho Man uh, elbow drop. Uh, finally, on uh, Charlotte Flair to to retain her belt. She's mm. wearing her um, uh, her outfit is a homage to the Macho Man sort of uh, the, the neons. Yes, the, okay, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The '90s looking sort of shapes and things. A little bit like a Nickelodeon logo. Um, in this. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't I don't like it um, but I do think it's it, it's booked a bit oddly this one it does feel like it should have come down to a a, a battle between Sasha Banks and, and Bailey, who were the best friends and the people who had had all the NXT main events together mm. it feels like Charlotte should have gone and the two of them should have really really gone at it yeah because um, Charlotte not being on the later one as well I exactly guess. this yeah. is this is slightly a, an annoying thing that they did in this one where I believe this is one of the sort of you know the split brand ones so yes. they are having things like the raw tag team titles and the and the smackdown women's title and things so they limit it slightly and rather than having the best matches at wrestlemania you know the biggest night of the year you're still going oh yeah but they can't face each other because they're on the rival program mm. and, and that's a, a dumb thing to do uh, hall of fame 2017 yes. yeah diamond dallas I, diamond dallas he just always looks a bit burned <laughs> he does I don't know what, he, he's a bit like a um, million dollar man when the beard comes down his skin is just weird <laughs> he does it have twice as thick as anyone else's skin yeah very sort of pockmarked skin it's, it's a almost bit like who's simon weston he looks like yes a bit he does simon he does look a bit like simon like, yeah it's also like if you met someone who you sort of went oh this is this is my dad and we've finally connected after many years apart <laughs> and the dad came in and you know you sort of did a double take <laughs> and he'd go yeah you just need to know a couple of things about me i've, I've spent the last three years Living outdoors on the beach in Greece. It would, he has that slight sandy sort of, you know, my eyelids have been burnt off look. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. Rock and Roll Express are there as well. Mm. Punky and Hoot. Uh, <laughs> they are the only t- people from that Hall of Fame who are still performing in the present day. I like it. They I are like, look, great. I'm for that. I have seven children and seven grandkids and they all look like me. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, that's, no, yeah. Ricky Morton says I've got the seven kids and grandchildren. And yeah. Then, 
Robert Morton just leans over and says, they all look like me. <laughs> what you get there is you get the impression of two men who have just worked together for the last 40 years <laughs> who are, they've got their own patter. They are having fun. They like to be out and about. And I think they are, they are, uh, uh, it's quite funny over the years, they become heroes to me because they are doing this at such an advanced age <laughs> and they still have their dignity and their marbles and they obviously love wrestling in a way that, you know, none of us can ever comprehend how mm. important it is because they are just, you know, legends and heroes. Yeah. Uh, out comes Teddy Long as well. He does a little dance. He does a lot of dancing in this. He More does, than yeah. he did when he was actually paid to be an entertaining <laughs> character. He's really sort of like, people remember me from this sort of dip dance. No. No, we don't remember. have never seen it before. Um, very nice and slender as well. Lovely, yes. lovely slender man. Mm. Um, uh, Rick Rude's family, they come out as well. And Rick mm. Rude's son does a, uh, uh, a very creditable um, Rick Rude, uh, what I'd like right now is yeah. for all you fat out of shape. Whatever it is, Milwaukee sweat hogs. I mean, at least do a little kind of flex at the end. Do a little dance. He he could have done. He couldn't could, he? he could have had a picture of his dad on his pants. I, I agree. He should have ripped off his his trousers <laughs> and just had no pants on. No pants at all. This is the rudest, Rick. Yeah. You think my dad was rude? Was rude. <laughs> Get a load of this. And underneath it, I've written a swear word. Oh. Is his penis just covered in human shit? Yes. Rude. Rude, Rick. Rude, rude. boy. Rude, rude boy. Rude. Uh, Beth Phoenix <laughs> comes out as well. Uh, she is, uh, by this point, married to Edge. Ah, I see. And uh, she comes out. She actually did such a good Hall of Fame speech mm. that the powers that be watched it and went, ah, oh, you know, she can, she'd probably be quite good on commentary. And so they ended up giving her some, some jobs. She did uh, NXT. She's still a, a regular member now of the commentary team. Oh, and good. it was just because she did a good Hall of Fame speech. <laughs> having having basically, when she was, yeah, completely. When she was an active performer, they never let her speak. <laughs> she, she never said a word. <laughs> she comes out and they're like, oh, no one told us you weren't, you know, some fucking shop dummy yeah exactly yeah. it's again not my fault it's, it's the That's fault you, of this mate. company um, the warrior award goes to Eric Legrand um, I, I haven't looked up Eric Legrand He's no I didn't not a guy uh, I think connected particularly with the wrestling industry just a you know a remarkable man mm. who is uh, obviously doing a lot of good work um, unlike the warrior and, <laughs> uh, and then we get Kurt Angle he would have had a weekend wouldn't he <laughs> <laughs> libertarian racist oh, warrior he, he would have been up those stairs oh, like you wouldn't believe he would have been he would have taken a bullet sure at some he, point he, he would or have a fire extinguisher he just before. Jesus he Christ. also would have been going around I think probably accusing various people who had stormed the capital <laughs> of being Muslim I, yes, think, I can yeah, imagine yeah, he would be them, yeah. he would be too much for even the, the <laughs> strange patriot um, Kurt Angle then is, is the final member and uh uh, <laughs> they they introduce him, John Cena, who uh, John Cena had his first main WWE roster match against mm. Kurt Angle. Um, he introduces him and he says, "Please welcome home, Kurt Angle." And they literally locked him out of his house. Uh, he'd spent years asking to if he could come back, if he could do an angle, whether or not you know he could be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And there was a point where they said he said they didn't even return his calls. Mm. This was because when he'd left. Uh, they basically were very worried about him. He'd had a number of DUIs. And what mm. they didn't want, very sort of, you know, it's, it's it's a difficult thing to do when it's your business. If we, for example, on WrestleMe, mm. if you continually turned up um, in a bit worse for wear yeah. and everything, um, would I have to say you can keep doing the show? The answer is yes. <laughs> but you don't want to get better, my <laughs> <form>, <laughs> If I was WWE and you were Kurt Angle, I would go, 
I don't want this guy doing anything stupid mm. while the important name of Wrestle Me, I'm getting confused, is <laughs> <laughs> still out there. Yeah. And so they basically, you know, cut all ties with him. Yeah. There is a thing when they're all like, he's finally come home. Mm. And it is just a bit like, he tapped on the window a lot. <laughs> he, he tapped on the window and you literally you were like... Have you stopped doing the drugs yet? Yeah, Have is, you stopped taking... There no. is no one home. <laughs> I, I can hear you tapping, but no one is in. Uh, <laughs> it was, he was so, so pleased yeah. to be back. And he was so, so happy. I did think when he was doing his speech, if you don't follow wrestling, you just sort of like, you see a little brief thing of a man doing an acceptance speech. Yeah, and it looks, it, it's so lovely. A man who's yeah. come back, he's celebrated, clearly an athlete, yeah. an Olympic athlete. And then <laughs> <laughs> he proceeds to cover himself. He pours two, two pints of milk over his own head in his suit. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not how he'd have dreamed it went. <laughs> You'd think he was mentally ill. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> You'd really go, oh, it was horrible. Everyone called me a prick and then I peered, poured milk on myself. <laughs> there was the funny, yeah, that, I mean, that you suck thing is yeah. a uniquely odd wrestling thing where yeah. the, the chanting of you suck in his theme tune has yeah. become a tribute to him. Yeah. And he accepts that now. And I think, you know, it's just as well as he does because it's never been able to be stopped. <laughs> they can't stop it. It just uh, uh, what a proud moment, yeah. you know. And again, if you're outside, they all just try to you suck it. You suck, and then he pours milk over. <laughs> pours milk over what his is head. this? It just, what did he win in a war for? Pouring milk over yourself is absolutely something that if you did it once in any scenario, people would never forget it. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you remember the time when you know we were just having Christmas dinner and, and like you know he just poured <laughs> two liters of milk over himself. Cravendale, <laughs> a Christmas Cravendaling. Did you? Uh, but I, I can't remember why the milk thing happened. Why is that a thing? There was a a, a big thing where he was feeding. He got with, milk. With, he got milk. No, he was feuding no? with Stone Cold Steve Austin, and uh... there was a a famous thing when Austin was feuding with him. A man, Austin turned up obviously with his beers, mm. and he drove a beer truck to the ring, and he sprayed McMahon and the Stooges and mm. Shane McMahon with a hose of beer. Yeah. They replicated that a number of years later where Kurt Angle oh. did the same thing with a milk truck. Both and stinky. he fired the milk. Must have been worse. <laughs> he fired the milk at Spoiled everyone. Spoiled milk. And he sat on top of that milk truck and he got two litre pint things. He cheers them together and then he did like Austin, drinking them. Right. So it was it was a great, great angle. Again, <laughs> Might have made more sense if they'd shown it or something. I know. <laughs> the people are watching 10 years later. Yeah. There oh, is a thing no. about WWE that does take it for granted that you've seen everything. <laughs> yes. And if you haven't, I mean, it would just be weird if you'd seen a 70s wrestler and there was some 70s angle you didn't know. And he comes out and at the end of it, he just like, I don't know, like, I, 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 like, like I, what would you do? What would he even do? Like, he gets a coconut and he like, shoves it up his ass, <laughs> And it's because of a famous angle. But you just go, that man just shoved a coconut up his ass. Yeah. He's not well. He can't yeah. be well. It's, <laughs> it's wrestling. You still shoved a coconut up your ass. It's the what's the, it's the, what's the beef lady all over again. <laughs> exactly. I, just, I wasn't privy to the what's the beef lady the first time. I also thought with the angle thing, I thought, I hope he rented that suit. Because, yeah. again, you, you take it for dry cleaning. But knowing that the milk was on it, you'd yeah. always, years later, well, just go... Well, later oh. on, obviously, he comes back. He comes back out sans milk. So, obviously, I mean, it's a different day, isn't it? It's it's the day after. Yeah, yeah it's the day after. So, is he Could gone? Not to... have been. I, I suppose, like it's WrestleMania, they might have, have laundry it, yeah, facilities. Yeah. 
But then, Kurt, get it off immediately. You've covered yourself in milk. Oh, it stinks, mate. Ugh. 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 Everyone lining up and people just go, not standing next to an angle. And they say to him, well, he can do the entrance to the end so he's on the stage for the least amount of time. Yeah, fucking right. You don't suck, mate. You honk. Stinky. Did somebody honker. call my name? No, Gronk, sit down. <laughs> sit the fuck down. Um, uh, we then go to our tag team uh, ladder match. Uh, mm. This is for the Raw Tag Team titles. Uh, the Raw Tag Team champions, Gallows and Anderson uh, versus Enzo and Big Cass versus Cesaro and Sheamus versus a late announced team. Oh, have I seen Enzo Amore before? No, right. you have not. Now, everyone in this match talks about the Hardy pop, don't yeah, they? Yeah. They talk about the pop that the Hardys get when mm, they are announced yeah. by the New Day as being the the the, the, uh, the fourth team. Because I've seen that. I showed that to uh, Sarah last night and she, she quite enjoyed <laughs> it, to be honest, because there's a lot of men in the crowd going, oh my fucking God. I showed that to Liz the day after, so I'd watched it when yeah. Liz was at work. I think I'd, I, yeah. I'd watched WrestleMania and I thought, oh, this is going to be great. Yeah. And so I put that on and I filmed Liz seeing the Hardy Boys. She's a huge fan of Jeff Hardy, right. dating back to about 2001. Mm. Um, when we I made her watch wrestling a lot, and <laughs> it was a proper thrilling moment. Yeah, and watching it back, it is an amazing response. It's brilliant. It also shows slightly that this crowd could at any point decide to make this WrestleMania work. <laughs> yes, and yet they spend a lot of it quiet. You know, that is partly down to the card. Yeah. It's partly down to the wrestling that we're seeing. But there is a moment where you go, you could have pushed this over because you've seen it there. <laughs> Everyone talks about the Hardy Pop. Nobody talks about the Enzo and Big Cash Yeah, pop. they seem to really get into him, certified G. They are fucking over in this <laughs> in this stadium. The thing about the two of them is uh, you have Enzo and Cash. They, they, they've done this act in NXT. Right. Out comes Enzo, little guy, um, great on the mic. Mm. Um, and he comes out with his... Uh, you know, his big spiel that he used to do, you know, you've got big cast, he's seven everyone foot knew four. Yeah, yeah. Everyone Every knew word everyone, for yeah. word in a way that I can't do. <laughs> he's seven feet tall and you can't teach <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, bada boom, bada boom, we're those guys in the room, how you doing? All this, you know. Yeah. Now, it seems crap, but when you have the whole stadium doing it, you're going, that is a fucking over gimmick. Yeah. That is wildly over. Mm. Now, Enzo's career in WWE ended because they basically saw big cast as being something special. Mm. They wanted him to be, I think, they thought he was going to be like a big edge. He looks like edge. Big edge. But they thought he's going to be big edge. <laughs> um, and Enzo, who had always struggled, I think, you know, he'd basically been one of those guys who wanted to be a pro wrestler, wanted to be in WWE, mm. and really had to fight tooth and nail to get noticed yeah. because of his size. He then ended up being in the cruiserweight division. Um, he quite rapidly became one of those guys who everyone thought was very full of himself. Um, he was uh, an annoying, slightly ratty little man who was full of his own brilliance. Mm. But every time they gave him a mic, he was fucking over. He was hugely over. Mm. I do remember towards the end of the run, I was sick of seeing him. But Jizo, when he went, you went, uh, watching it back now, you go, he was a big star. Mm. He was a big star. Mm. Um, he, he left because he was, um, he was the, the, the subject of an accusation on social media mm. by a woman who accused him of sexual misconduct. Um, no charges were ever raised against him, but the WWE uh, decided to uh, let him go. Mm. He's always denied it. There has never been really any, uh, you know, corroboration of the misconduct. So he is, you know, there is something to be said about whether he got a raw deal uh, by not having his his contract, you know, uh, if like put on ice and brought back. But I think he. I think he. I think from what I read. That he didn't inform the WWE that he'd even been accused. No, that's and then true. He said and he was... hadn't. He didn't know he'd been accused, etc. Et yeah, so and that seems to be one of the obvious things that WWE are like. You know, well, we don't want this. I think coupled with that, 
I think there is a sense of they wanted to get rid of him. Mm. And I think they wanted to get rid of him because I think, you know, as soon as you get into those sorts of things, you begin sort of saying, do you know what? This is a big family company. We're Disneyfying. We don't want this hanging around. Hmm. Obviously, in 20- and, and and also it's twenty seventeen. Yeah, this? yeah. In tw- and in twenty twenty, of course, hmm. you know they would have to face that full on. Yeah, and they wouldn't actually, you know, I, I think make the best fist of it. Um, but you know, look, this is wrestling. It's all about lightness. If you want to read more about that, um, just look up speaking out. So uh, that's the key. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Um, They are amazingly, amazingly over. Mm. Electric when they come in. Um, That is what's missing a lot of the time from this WrestleMania is a sense of variety. And when they come out, they're entirely different from everyone else on the card. Um, well, I mean, Enzo is Big Cass is, uh, you know, he's like Big Edge. <laughs> he's <laughs> sort of edge. like everybody else. He's also got that thing of they call him Big Cass, but when you see him amongst everyone else, he's just like, oh, it's just Cass, <laughs> you know. Um, he, he did not last very much longer. He had a couple of singles programs and things, but um, he, again, you know, his career sort of disappeared. Mm. Um, two forgotten guys. You would see when they came out this WrestleMania, you'd go, gosh, there's a bright future for them. Mm. Did not happen. Cesaro, I like him. Cesaro is great. Impossible like not Cesaro. to see Cesaro and wish he'd been pushed to the moon and back. Yeah. He is so like good in cracking. this match. When he comes out, just even in that opening, when he's got he's got half James Bond, half <laughs> Seamus' kilt. Um, and uh, he is fucking brilliant. He is so, so good. He is always in the right place at the right time. When he does that giant swing, mm. you know, where he's going round and round and round, that's one of the highlights of this WrestleMania. <laughs> the crowd really, really love that. Um, what you get, of course, with the the great big entrance to the Hardys. And this was quite funny because that Raw, watching it back, 
I know it's coming and I know who's coming out. Mm. Uh, it did give me a shiver up my spine. Oh, it's yeah. Just... It's, it's great. Dum, 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 dum. As soon as you hear that, everyone loses their fucking mind. It's more a weird thing as well of looking at the Hardys and for the first time you can see Jeff Hardy going, wow, you know, I'm yeah. back and I'm moved and I wasn't expecting to be moved. Mm. And I think, you know, they've gone from, they've spent a number of years out. So this is actually the first WrestleMania since WrestleMania 18 where they've teamed together. Mm. Um, Jeff Hardy has up to this, until this match, never won a WrestleMania match. Right. First WrestleMania match he won. But they'd, um, they'd, they'd left WWE. They'd gone, he'd, uh, Jeff and, and Matt had both gone to Impact mm. uh, Wrestling and they, uh, their contract came up in March 2017. And so we're, with WrestleMania on the 2nd of April, 2017. Um, there was a lot of buzz. They must have, like, lawyers on fucking retainer that, are, you know, 24 hours a day, like yep. a bail bond guy. <laughs> and it's going, I'm, I'm, I need a new contract. I've not looked at it. Yeah. Suddenly come out of... Uh... Well, I mean, less than 24 hours earlier at one of the independent shows happening at WrestleMania weekend, they had done a ladder match for Ring of Honor mm. uh, with the Young Bucks. And there was lots of people saying, oh, are you going to be at WrestleMania? There was always this thing because people knew that the impact contract had expired. Yeah. So are you going? Um, they gave a lot of interviews at the time and they said things like, well, we're thinking about it, but we haven't had any of the physicals that we need for a WWE return yet. That was a lie. They already had. Um, <laughs> and they did some brilliant stuff where they actually were at their hotel when WrestleMania started. So fans could, you know, who, who were not at WrestleMania, people would see them. The, the news people who are basically sort of, you know, hovering around looking for these stories. They, um, they were at their, their hotel. They told some people that they were really tired. So they were going to go to their room to eat. The, and, the, the hotel as in, in, in Florida, presumably. Yeah, right, okay. where they'd so be doing all... the independent shows. Right, yeah, which okay. all happened on that WrestleMania weekend. Right, okay. So they went back to the hotel. They told the, the people they were with uh, that, that they were going to go to their room to rest. And according to Wrestling Observer, they then snuck out. Yeah. And they, they were picked up and taken straight to the stadium. Um, when they got there, they didn't go to the dressing room. They were, they were kept out and they were only sort of pushed through, funneled through <laughs> at the last minute. Um, is, is this, in the end, a good match? Um, it does. It feels like a big match because mm. the, 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 the return is great. Um, it's shorter than the rest of them. I'll have it. That's yeah, <laughs> it's it's not it's not a great match, no. um, but it's fine. And when the Hardys come back, there is a funny thing about you know the actual comeback is brilliant. And when mm. they won the belts, I remember thinking, oh, that's good because it means they're sticking around. Yeah, it's not like they just came back for tonight, but we've no interest in them. It meant oh, we, we we've got some of our legends back. Mm. And they're we're going forward with them. Let me guess, they lost it the next day. <laughs> no, they they, <laughs> they, they did last a bit right. of time. They did okay. last a bit of time, but it is a funny thing where once they were back, really, that's the big pop, mm. you know. And they've come back and they've got the championship. Well, you know, where do you, do you go from yeah. there? You yeah. know, you're only going to be chased by other people, and at some point, mm. you're going to lose them. They, there wasn't the natural storyline, and so watching it back, you are sort of aware that. There was that great moment where they were back and everything felt all right with the world. Mm. And then you sort of went, oh yeah, and then it sort of just was wrestling again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a strange one. Um, it was the first WrestleMania, this one, to see a tag team championship change hands since WrestleMania 17. Right. So that was 16 years before. <laughs> just shows you how tag team wrestling is just really unimportant Yeah, um, in WWE for yeah. so many years. Um, Jimmy Fallon, we see him in the audience talking about his ride at Universal. Yeah. He, he holds up a picture of The Undertaker on a phone, but it's him as The Undertaker, I is it? I think it was probably the start of like Snapchat filters, I think. Got ya. So probably like an app that would do that sort of caper. Okay. If I, if I was ever on WrestleMania, I probably wouldn't make it all about me. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'd do. I'd, get, I'd, I'd interfere in Mojo Rawley's match. <laughs> we get stopped by a lady security guard. Um, and then we get to... 
I really what I think is the main event of this WrestleMania. <laughs> uh, it's John Cena and Nikki Bella versus Miz and Maurice. Mm. You um, mess with my man, I'm going to break your... And it just bleeps out. I don't know what I, I'm going to break. <laughs> I filled that in myself, Pete. And I think what I filled in was worse than what they must have said. <laughs> I could not work it out. Yeah. Um, this, somehow against all the odds, Pete, we are back at WrestleMania mm. with a Cena and Miz rematch. <laughs> it's what we all wanted. <laughs> what no one wanted. Mm. I'll tell you what, Pete, this match is made absolutely sensational by the addition of Maurice and Nikki Bella. Um, I, I'm going to go on record, Pete, and say, because I, I, you know I've been unofficially quoted about this match many times. <laughs> I think this is the most brutal and horrifying and absolutely perfect angle in the history of professional wrestling. Right. Yeah. There are no punches pulled in this. It is a Either complete s- breaking of kayfabe. Storyline. It is a savaging <laughs> of the man who is the company's biggest babyface by the company. Yeah. I think, you know, he's been a babyface for years and this is the most, the single most damaging thing that you could do. <laughs> a and man it's done learned, to perfection. And a man who learned Chinese for them. <laughs> yeah. Cena did everything for them. Yeah. The one thing he was incapable of doing was loving. <laughs> and they pick up on that yeah. and they fucking run with it. It's astonishing. The Miz performing Cena. Yeah. So normally when other wrestlers pretend to be other wrestlers, it's shit. Mm. In this, The Miz does a performance of, of John Cena in Total Divas. And yeah. what he doesn't do is he doesn't go, uh, I'm John Cena and I'm a real dummy. Yeah. He he has a thing going, I will robotically tell you that I love you. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? The big thing about this this storyline is it's been playing out con- con- <laughs> concurrently with Total Divas, the reality yeah. show that the Bellas were a major part in. And what this show did was it, Really, for the first time, it showed you what John Cena was like outside the ring. And what he was like outside of the ring was this cold, distant, reptilian space alien who would basically dress formally in his own house and continually give Nikki Bella rules and regulations. You know, it was the strangest thing where he would constantly treat her like he was an avuncular cartoon bear and she was a boy who was trying to light a fire. And he'd always be stepping in going, now, 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 put down those matches. It would be like that, yeah. where he'd just be continually... Like, a, like an American sitcom dad. Oh, it's so strange. <laughs> so strange. And she'd constantly be sort of looking for his approval and he'd constantly be sort of going, if only the world were that simple. You know, it was it, it was such a strange thing. They continually refer in the bits that Miz does, talking about their plastic fabricated lives. This is their number one baby face. And Miz and Maurice just, I don't know whether we were supposed to go, oh, I feel this is really unfair on John Cena, who yeah. is obviously capable of love. I mean... They read that one wrong. <laughs> they fucking we read got, it wrong. Yeah, you're a con, isn't he? <laughs> uh, on a weekly basis, it was Nikki Bella basically saying, I'm so, like, John is breaking my heart. I love him and I just don't see a future and he won't commit and I'm really scared of losing him and everything. <laughs> and then you get John Cena just sort of going, don't you worry, your pretty little head, missy. You know, it was just a fucking nightmare. Keep to the plan. Having then Maurice dress as Nikki Bella, just essentially sort of going, Oh, I'm with a man who doesn't love me and I'm never going to have a baby. <laughs> what the fuck are we... I mean, it's it must have been so hard for Nikki Bella to watch this, where you're just like, all of my deepest fears 
and anxiety about my real life husband are being mocked by the Miz and fucking Maurice, right? The Miz as well. The fucking Miz. It is uh, the single most real angle of all time. There's there's never been there anything was, that's there a was, savage. There was other ones where like they'd been cheated. I can't remember who was involved in it. To be honest, the, the, the Edge, edge Lita, yeah, edge, and Matt edge, Hardy Lita thing. Matt Hardy, yeah. But the two of them were. I don't know. There was a thing about you know uh, fighting over a woman mm. seems less than about going your fiance yeah. who is there does not love you and will not marry you because it, essentially he is a freak and <laughs> you are a needy and unlovable woman. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I mean, Jesus Christ. I, I mean, there is a, a little bit where they've got um, Maurice is like holding up the wedding photos of her and Miz. Mm. She's going, never going to have it. Never going to have it. You know, I mean, uh, all those unspoken fears of a relationship that is unequal. Yeah. Just being exploited. I mean, it was amazing. I am, I am going to tell you something again let me put this on record <laughs> Miz is fucking sensational in this <laughs> Miz is really good in the match as well unbelievable really good it's introduced by the weatherman Al Roker for some reason from the Today Show uh, <laughs> who, I'm Al Roker but today you can call me Chocolate Thunder he shouts um, <laughs> oh god I, one thing I saw that is amazing just as he says that before this match starts there is a sign I saw and it says Pete Price is a lizard. Right. I looked at that and I thought, that's sort of Pete Price is a lizard. I thought, <laughs> that's got to be a British fan. Yeah. Fucking right it was. And it relates to local radio DJ in Liverpool, Pete Price. Right? <laughs> so I found a, an article from the Liverpool Echo what it's about. Oh, right. Okay. Radio yeah. host Pete Price has revealed he has, you're a lizard, Pete, shouted at him almost daily, but doesn't quite understand why. The broadcaster, who's worked in the industry for over 30 years, has become famous for his meltdowns at prank callers to his talk show, who often bombard him with a bizarre taunt. One particular caller started the trend, at which point it became so popular that it trended worldwide on Twitter. Pete explains, It all started when I tried to get a guest called David Icke on the show. He's famous for thinking that the royal family are reptiles disguised as humans, but every time we tried to get him on my show, he'd cancel at the last minute and we could never manage it. (laughs) Then we got a phone call from what seemed like a normal caller, and mid-sentence he just started saying... Pete, you're a lizard, and said that's why David Icke wouldn't come on the show. The catchphrase reached its peak when a flag was held up by a member of the crowd at a packed-out Echo Arena wrestling show, displaying the message, Pete Price is a lizard. A tweet with the photograph was retweeted thousands of times, and the phrase, a Pete lizard uh, hashtag, even trended on Twitter. Although he takes it in good humour, Pete admits that sometimes people take it too far by posing as fans and then shouting the insult at him once they've had a photo taken. As I'm out and about in town, I can spot the people that are going to call me a lizard. I'm walking through town and I count them in my head. I can spot them a mile off his head. So that is the sign Pete Price is a lizard. <laughs> amazing. There's a picture. I just found a picture of a man uh, and a healthy looking boy uh, with uh, Hulk Hogan. And Hulk Hogan is holding a sign saying Pete Price is a lizard. That is amazing. I like wrestling memes that kind of come out of nowhere near like wrestling as a buzz. It's so, I mean, Pete Price, oh, he must just, again, yeah, he is. We're perplexed by it but the backstory actually you go 
Aren't people funny? Aren't, aren't people hilarious to taunt him, to ring up the show and just go, yeah, I'm, I mean, that whole thing about the um, the actual, you know, the, the way that the roundabout system is being, um, Pete Price is a lizard. <laughs> I wouldn't come on your show because you're a lizard. Just funny. Where <laughs> I'm picking it up. Oh, mate. I, I love that. <laughs> then you get this match. And I mean, I'm already having Googled the Pete Price thing. I'm in a already, good mood. Yeah, I'll enjoy it. Oh, great mood. It's better than uh, a few matches ago. I missed out on uh, Tur- um, Bring Back Turrican. Uh, with the video game Turrican and I was like they did bring back Turrican <laughs> watching <laughs> that coming out on the Switch oh I mean the Miz starts off and the Miz suddenly realises something has clicked and he is so much more popular than the senior in this match and I think <laughs> it just all comes from this fucking savage you, you are just like you are, there is no other word for it it's, it's a savaging and you sort of go I don't think Miz understands quite how brutal yes. this whole thing is and not even cena has got literally broad shoulders it's, I know the poor that it's woman. All, that it's all aimed at. And it's, My God, how did they ever? How did he ever taking fucking... advantage of her horror? It's almost worse that Cena agreed to it because Cena can't see. see he cannot see, see it. Well, see exactly. So Cena's so Cena's biggest problem is that he agreed to this. Yeah. Not all the other stuff. Yep. But the the, the it's indicative of a wider problem. It's the canary in the Cena mind. Yep. That he what? agreed to this angle. Why are your eyes leaking oil? <laughs> it's tears it's salt tears will we not rust your diode (laughs) you know he's just I tell you oh god he also has done this going but I know I know what the end result of this is yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and then what we know (laughs) is that Miz and Maurice were fucking right the whole time Jesus it's like a double this is a great storyline because it doesn't stop at Wrestlemania 33 no it carries on through Mm. the rest of their lives (laughs) And then looking back on it, it's changed the angle. Oh, lordy. Um, it is the first time Miz gets on the turnbuckles. It's the first time there's ever been on WrestleMania a Miz's awesome chant. Yeah. And credit to Miz, he is like, I am not wasting this opportunity. No. And, it, and he is better than I've seen him ever. He does fantastically in this. <laughs> he is he is so stoked to see how it's going. He has never <laughs> gone, I am on the right side of the crowd. This is, And it goes to his head. He is so excited in this whole thing. Just He's never seen it. Once again... His head goes paler than the rest of his body as he wrestles. <laughs> Don't understand why that happens. Might be about circulation, but it's weird. I mean, uh, it's just Miz basically be- beating up John Cena mm. for a long time. John Cena has a has a, um, a comeback. When Nikki and John Cena do a matching five-knuckle shuffle mm. and then their finishing moves, yeah. the, the crowd give them nothing. Yeah. There is no sense of people willing them on in any way. Mm. Um it is over. Now, Nikki Bella has looked anxious throughout the whole match. Mm. And I think, you know, she's got a bit of a fixed face where she's smiling, but it's almost like her eyes are a bit dead, like she's over-preoccupied with something. This and is that, my life. <laughs> that presumably is the thing of going, what am I going to do if he does or doesn't propose? Mm. Because it seems like this would be a nice thing to do. So maybe he'll do it at the end, or maybe he'll do it when we're backstage, <laughs> or maybe he won't do it. Uh, and will I leave the ring? Will I start crying before I get backstage? So he hasn't done it in the ring, but he might do it backstage. But if he doesn't do it in the ring, he might not also do it. And you can just see she's just like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. And they can't sort of enter the actual fray down that big old runway separately anyway. And it's just a bit like... Yeah. It seems doesn't even get an entrance. What, what it is, is she is refusing to let herself have hope. Throughout this whole thing. She is a woman without hope. Even when they get to the end, they play the music, and then Cena starts his proposal, mm. which 
let me tell you, in the history of proposals, I'm sure there have been some fucking stinkers. But I don't think many of them have started with the lines, this is what you wanted. (laughs) (laughs) He's making it clear (laughs) that what he's about to do, if it was his own free will, he'd have nothing to do. He wouldn't touch it with a fucking bar. This is what you wanted. This is what you wanted. I mean, the people out there and the Miz. And she was in surgery, he mentions, with a broken neck. And he said, I remember I told you I asked you a question when you were uh, doped up, basically. And I wouldn't tell you what it was. And she was, and he was like, every day you've been asking me what it is. I was like, this sounds like fucking nightmare. She said, will you please tell me what the question is? No, no, no. And he says, well, I told you when the time is right. I'm going to tell you. And it's all this sort of like, just... Just fucking speak. Stop sort of explaining. <laughs> I told you the rule. This is the rule. And, and the rule was, I will tell you when it's the right time. Well, now I have decided it's the right time. It's so fucking, get your hands off this fucking person's life. You're all yeah. over it with your fucking, oh, it's like a cage. Oh. Then he says, I, I, I'm going to tell you, I did have the, the question that I asked you was I whispered and I said, can you hear me? <laughs> I thought that'd be great to end it there. Uh, and uh, she said, yeah. And I said, well, I only have one question. Do you know one day I'm going to marry you? And you said, yes. And she kind of goes, oh. and he goes, I just need you to say yes one more time. And <laughs> out comes the ring. Credits the crowd. They don't boo. They don't go, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, they bring it out there. And uh, she, she, she could have been the biggest fucking star in the industry if she had kicked him in the nuts. <laughs> Just punted him. I will not be a pity wife. Yeah. I am not a I am not a prize to be put up with. I am not a burden. I am not a a a, a, a decision that is made through fucking lackluster fucking treacle decision making. <laughs> I am I am Nikki Beller. I am astonishing. I oh man. In, they then just start making out in the ring, which again is fucking horrible. I mean, it's just, it's awkward. Lip. Oh, it's terrible. And then um, out they go. Now, that marriage never happened. Right. Uh, the, the, the engagement was broken off. Mm. Um, apparently, it was broken off by Nikki Bella. She did have a thing of, and I, I, I've seen it as, as a phrase where a friend of hers came forward and said she was not going to accept a pity proposal. She was not going to be a, and I think that that pity wife. It does sound like a Chinese thing, doesn't it? You know, she, pity wife. The, the, yeah, yeah, you know, the, 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 there's a group of women and they're known as the pity wives. And <laughs> Nikki Bella was not going to be a pity wife. Yeah, and I, I, I watch this back now, and I think, I hope, I hope Nikki Bella looks at this and goes, "That was a, a watershed moment, really, mm. because that was the thing about I could see, you know, I got everything I wanted, but it wasn't the right guy." And I hope John Cena looks back on it. And I hope goes beep, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> and steam comes out of his ears. <laughs> that was a bad day. Does I have not been compute. <laughs> Does not compute. Error. Error. <laughs> oh, the Miz. The Miz is right. I'll never say it again. I'll right. never say it again. But the Miz is phenomenal in this. And honestly, if there was, it's not the best match by a long chalk. If I was going to watch anything, if I had five minutes to watch of this WrestleMania, I would watch that build up where the two of them give a kicking that in any other circumstances, if you weren't part of a wrestling show, it would be, it, you would get two years in prison for harassment. It is fucking unbelievable. Oh, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Oh. 
Well, what a way to end uh, WrestleMania. I really enjoyed that. Bit. <laughs> Very enjoyable. That, that for me is the main event. As far yeah. as I'm concerned, the rest of it is just filler. <laughs> that was amazing. It really was. Just amazing. Hey, yeah. And we're going to be back next week. Don't think for one minute that WrestleMania 33 isn't any way over. Oh, no, no, Jesus no, no. Christ. I did actually pause it at this point. Right. I looked on the on the how far it got through. This did not include the pre-show. Less than halfway. <laughs> Less than halfway. Holy shit. Awful business. Right. Well, until next week, remember, Pete Price is Lizard, and we'll see you soon. <laughs> Russell B. Pete Price This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.